we could do the most amazing work for our clients in the world, right? We could run the most amazing ads. We could do the most amazing, that, you know, we could do the most amazing graphic design. That, you know, we could do phenomenal work for our clients, hand them the best leads. If they don't know what to do with those, then all of that work is for naught and they're not going to feel the success of what we do. So we mm -hmm. also have to, ha have to actually pay attention to making them worthy of the great you know, results that we give them. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Spotlight Sessions, where we showcase awesome marketers doing awesome marketing. Today, I'm joined by Tony Banta, who is the founder of Venture Greatly and the host of the Client Whisperer Show. Tony, thanks for coming on. Absolutely, Chase. It's great to be here. So, Tony, I love the name of your podcast, by the way, The Client Whisperer. Um, tell us about Venture Greatly and what it does. I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, uh, we have a, a few we have a few offers and 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 we've grown over time to uh we have a few partner offers as well these days um in strategic planning legal services um some things like that but what uh but what i spend most of my time doing is um uh, we engineer client success so we work with coaches consultants and of course uh everyone's favorite uh, uh digital agencies um so that they can get their clients phenomenal success and have incredible client retention and actually want their clients to stay forever because working with them, getting on the phone with them is, is a joy as opposed to a slog. And having spent the last 10 years working in uh, uh, a few different client businesses myself, um, I've, I've learned how to do that with clients the uh through you know uh, uh lots of trial and error um and by seeing the things that really work it sounds like you go it, when i read the description of venture greatly i was like oh this is interesting because it's like you go into you go do the dirty work like you focus on the area where a lot of people shy away from which is like the relationship between the agency and the client right i feel like a yeah. lot of agencies are let's say hardcore nerds really good at what they do. And they're like, I just want to do this thing for you, but I don't really want to have to talk to you. And that's really where it all, you know, the crux of the whole thing is in the relationship, right? So I think this yeah. is a pretty cool niche that you're in where you're sort of focusing on that side of it. Yeah, sort of thanks so much. And, and, you know, that is the, you know, that is what we believe. It is the, you know, it is, the hard work and kind of the, you know, kind of the dirty work. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the, 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 you know, I'm of course working from home, just like, you know, most of the world is, uh, but uh, uh, we have an office that's a couple miles away from the house. And um, um, if I were in the office, you would see behind me, I, I have a, a bookshelf and uh, I have a, a plastic, uh, a plastic hammer that's uh, Thor's hammer. Um, that's uh, sitting on it, right? And and I'm I'm counting on the fact that there are at least a few nerds that are uh, that are tuning in, uh, just like me. Uh, but so I, I have Thor's hammer back there, and and most of the time no one even notices, right? But but sometimes people say, hey, why do you have Thor's hammer on your bookshelf behind you, right? <laughs> and it lets me. It's it's a way for me to be able to to tell the story that is so true for agencies. Um, the, you know, let's say I wanted to start a new done for you service, right? Become an Asgardian God. And I'm like, it, you know, it's, it's really rare. So it's going to have to be expensive. It's going to have to be like 50K, right? You know, like one-time payment. I'm not doing a payment plan. I'm not putting up with that. 
the, so that, you know, you're going to have to do that. Give me your card, you know, give me that MX black card. And uh, then you say, you know, well, you know, that's a lot of money, but think about how much more I could make if I were an Asgardian God. And I'm like, yeah, you know, a ton more. So then you're like, okay, here's my card. And then I, you know, hand you the hammer and then you fall to the ground because the, because the mythology of the, you know, of Thor's hammer is the only person who can lift it has to be, has to be worthy. And you fall to the ground and then you say, man, this is a scam. This doesn't work at all. How many of us that run agencies have had people call us scams uh, at some point in time, right? Right. You know, no matter how wrong they might be, and we think that way, that you know, if I handed you a hammer and you fell to the ground, you'd be like, this is a total scam, right? And, but you feel that way because you don't have the power that I promised you. You would if only you were worthy. And that's the missing piece that so many of us want to gloss right over is that we could do the most amazing work for our clients in the world, right? We could run the most amazing ads. We could do the most amazing, that, you know, we could do the most amazing graphic design. That, you know, we could do phenomenal work for our clients, hand them the best leads. If they don't know what to do with those, then all of that work is for naught and they're not going to feel the success of what we do. So we mm-hmm. also have to, ha- have to actually pay attention to making them worthy of the great you know, results that we give them. Yeah, it's so interesting because that time between, yes, this all sounds great, I'm in, here's my credit card, and uh, when the leads come in is so critical, right? Like we used to, for a while, we changed our policy and it was like, hey, we're not gonna turn on your leads until you've completed our onboarding sales training program yep. because you, you won't be worthy of the leads is essentially what you're saying, right? You won't be able to lift the hammer. <laughs> so yeah. what's the point of sending you these leads if you're just going to fail? Uh, so that's really interesting. So Tony, okay, today we're going to talk, you know, obviously we are all in the, you know, the same sort of strange situation, which is this context of the COVID um, coronavirus. We were talking earlier how we're in hat mode. Everybody's starting to get a little furry these days. Um, we're all in it together, right? And so you, you've got a presentation that you've been giving lately called Leading Your Clients Through Crisis. Um, and obviously, this is an apt topic for us to talk about right now. So I would love for yeah. you to share your screen. And if you wouldn't mind, walk us through what you are consulting with agency owners on right now as far as leading their clients through this crisis. Absolutely. I would love to. I am going to hit share right now. Great. Cool. So this is, uh, is that working? Uh, can you yep. see that? Yep. Uh, the Zoom has been uh, funky for me lately. So I always want to check. I yep. thought no, I was sharing it. my screen with a client the other day. And instead I was sharing my password manager. Um, <laughs> it was just the screen of my password manager. That was it. So, so ever since then, I'm uh, paranoid. Uh, <laughs> You're like, why are you furiously scribbling over there? What's going on? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, so... Uh, this is, of course, you know, yes, and and you, the, you, you uh, said exactly what I think so many of us are, uh, you know, feeling chase, which is that you know we are all in this weird, the you know weird place, um, and our our clients are also in this really weird place. It's actually probably less weird for the majority of us. The you know so many of the agency owners that I know, you know, they work from home like at least half the time, even if they have an office anyway. Um, because it's, uh, because it's comfortable and because, uh, we can put on a sweatshirt and we can be wearing sweatpants <laughs> or whatever else we, uh, you know, we want. Uh, uh, so in a way it's even more normal for us than it is for our clients, 
but there is no doubt that there is a wave of you know crisis and and this isn't the last wave of this that we're going to see you know whether we see a second wave of the disease itself that's going to cause some shutdowns later this year or you know whether there's a ripple effect that goes through the economy this is not the it's not like we're we're you know just going to have this month of a little bit of disruption as much as uh, you know Trump's uh, press conferences would like to have us believe otherwise that's highly unlikely that's just not how that's just not how economies work so sure. we need to get good this is a great time for us all to get good at leading our clients no matter what happens because it could be something you know totally local to them um, I had a client a couple of years ago where um, the, you know, the sort of second in command of the, you know, company, she was the office manager, she took care of everything. And uh, she died suddenly at, you know, 55 years old, something like that. Um, and it threw, uh, you know, such, uh, you know, shockwave through, you know, their organization, you know, they weren't the same for, for six months. So that's an example of a crisis that has nothing to do with the outside world, right? I'll throw um, a few in, I'll throw a few more in here because, you made a yeah. great point. Crisis will come to your agency inevitably. And a lot of times it's one of your partners, right? Your hosting partner goes down. Every, every website you're hosting is offline right now. Uh, Google changes something, Facebook, all of a sudden, none of your ads are running and you just found out. Like these are crises that will cross your path that you had no control over. So if you're not prepared for it, um, you know, pay attention because at some point in your career, you will have to lead your clients through a crisis. I promise you. Yeah. So this is, you know, this is great, you know, this is great practice. And, you know, this is a great, you know, proving ground. Uh, and so with that, how about if we talk a little bit about how we do that? We have uh, a few different uh, topics. We have a few different uh, things that I'm going to run through around this, um, around this topic. One, um, I think it would make a lot of sense for us to share a little bit about what we know goes on in the minds of our clients when a crisis is happening. We're gonna peel back the layers and actually look at, you know, what are they thinking? Cool. Next, we're gonna talk a little bit about how we give clients what they really need. And I've actually modified this a little bit just for just for agency owners, just for all of the, you know, high level community, because I love this community so much and everything you guys do. Uh, the art of client leadership is the next thing that we'll touch on just a little bit. And, and mm -hmm. you know, how to go into those relationships fearless the, you know, with no fear of what the client is going to say, um, because, you know, we've done the internal work so that we're able to go in there and show up as the leader that we know we can be. And then, the, you know, I want to end with how do we rebuild some of our client relationships, even if they've already left? So even if we've already lost clients, and I know, you know, just about every agency has lost some clients in this. I don't know that I've talked to a single one that hasn't lost, that hasn't lost, that hasn't lost um, some client, at least one client along the way yeah. in the last month. Um, so how can we rebuild the, you know, now, how can we not wait for the quarantine to be over, um, for clients to come, you know, crawling back? How can we start rebuilding those relationships now and set ourselves up to be that, you know, uh, to be booked out by the time the, you know, by the time the quarantine is actually lifted. Sure. So real quick, and, and Chase gave me a little bit of an intro, but, um, I, you know, I want to just sort of set a little bit of the background of, of why you should even pay attention to, you know, this guy um, who's here. Um, for one, um, I have spent the last, uh, I know I may look young with my hat and with the Zoom 
um, attraction filter, the, you know, touch up my appearance <laughs> filter on, but I've been at this work for, uh, the last 15 years in client, uh, businesses. Um, I started my career as a software engineer. I was actually a partner of an agency for a while. And then I've spent the last, uh, six years or so doing work just like this of, you know, helping to optimize systems, worked for a while in corporate, and then, uh, was a partner in my own agency. And, um, I, um, uh, today we max, uh, we work with, with client businesses of all kinds, uh, to help them maximize client results, increase client retention, and to, to streamline what they're doing in fulfillment. You can listen to me talk about topics like this and more over at the client whisperer show. Um, the, um, I want to start out with a story of a client of mine who's, who's totally shut down. Um, and, and this is a, a, a longtime client of mine. Um, um, I, uh, and I want to start this off because, because I want to highlight some examples of some hope so that we don't just have to, you know, have to dwell in the clients that we've lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is an example. Um, uh, this is a, a, a client and friend, as I said, um, Susan Collini, and she runs her, her husband is a, a plastic surgeon together. They run a plastic surgery center. She runs, um, the salon and the, uh, uh medical spa. They have a three story, uh, uh, sort of complex. Um, and so they have different areas of it that, you know, run all of this, anything to do with your, you know, with your health. They recently opened a laser clinic, um, about a year ago, and they were actually just ramping up um, some of their ads. They were actually just ramping some of those things up. Um, they had hired a couple new, uh, they had hired a couple new estheticians, and they were doing great. And then they were totally shut down. Right. Um, um, they, uh, she called me the one day furious because she said her secretary, they still keeping like essential, you know, some of their essential staff there so that they can help any uh, of their, you know, patients uh, that have like an urgent, you know, like that have an urgent medical need, but all non-essential surgeries, you know, done. And she called me furious the one day because she said uh, that her secretary had to, uh, you know, had to leave early that day to take her cat to get spayed. And she said, why can they do surgery? And I can't do surgery. (laughs) We have this surgery center here shut down, right? So incredibly frustrated. So, you know, we looked at, you know, what can they do with this time? And there were two things that were were really, really cool that they did. You know, one is, um, that's not listed on this slide, but the one is they actually, um, they brought some of their staff back. Um, from being uh, uh, from being laid off um, when everything was shut down, and they're calling every one of their patients to actually deepen the patient relationship and to get client success stories. Because one of the things that they that they've kind of neglected for a while is having great content and great stories to be able to mm-hmm. share out. So now that people are used to being home, they're used to getting on Zoom and doing these things. They're actually reaching out to those old patients, getting client testimonials mm-hmm. and you know, prepping everything so that they're ready to get right back up as soon as the uh, quarantine is all lifted. Um, Let's stop but, right there because this is something yeah. that Rand Fishkin and I actually talked about a couple of days ago, which is I love that strategy. Right now is a great time to ask for testimonials because everybody's guard is down. We're all suffering through this together. We want to help each other out more than ever. So you will get more yeses right now if you reach out for testimonials than ever. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, and it's a great thing to do with your staff, right? There are things like the, you know, payroll protection program or, you know, companies that have cash reserves, they might not want to, you know, let their employees 
that to, you know, let their employees go. And so that's a great thing to spend with the time. They can't be doing services on, you know, clients, right? They can't be. So yeah. you know, put them to work on things like that, that get to build assets for the business. Mm -hmm. um, but um, in that way of, you know, building assets, one of the other things that they did that, that they had resisted for a long time um, was getting out there on Facebook lives and doing Facebook lives. So they started something at the, right about four weeks ago, right when this started, um, doing a daily Facebook live every day, 1 p.m. Um, they got on and Susan herself got on. So, you know, like this is, uh, you know, like this is not, uh, you know, um, I don't know if she would be uh, considered a, a boomer. I don't know where the, uh, where the age cutoff is for that. But, you know, here's someone who's not, you know, it's not like Chaser Eye. It's not someone who's on, you know, live video talking to people, you know, every week. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, she got out of her comfort zone. She said, you know, now's the time. And she, and she listened to me talk about leadership. So she said, yep, I know. Now's the time. I have to lead people. And there were all these people sitting at home. And they had, no, they had no way to get their hair cut, to get their eyebrows, you know, waxed, to get skincare treatments. So there were people who had, you know, and, and, you know, Chase and I were talking about it selfishly that, you know, around like our own hair and, you know, just feeling weird. But there are also some, you know, serious side effects that, you know, there are people that have skincare conditions, psoriasis, things like that, where, you know, they're used to going in for treatments that are non-essential, so they're not able to do those these days, but you know, what do they do to feel okay, to not be you know, hurting? And so mm -hmm. she got on, she got on every day sharing you know, home remedies, like what can you mix that's in your you know, cupboard right now to take care of things um, and to you know, like help you look and feel your best. And she was actually picked up by the, the uh, local news. They came out to you know, talk about that uh, nice. because she was actually, she had thousands, she had uh, she had almost a thousand people on uh, live one day and then it actually, you know, like it like broke through and then the news, uh, you know, the news started talking to her about it. So nice. just some phenomenal, uh, some phenomenal results. So here's what's happening in a crisis. Here's what people are thinking. And it's a mix of these four questions that is on everyone's mind. The second that things start to go badly, how do I make everything? Okay. How am I going to fulfill my obligations? Some people might think about that in, uh, you know, in an even more grave way. How do I prevent myself from going bankrupt, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how do I preserve the company? And what are people going to think of me? And it's really important to know that these are the questions that are in people's minds. Now, you know, these are questions that were in people's minds weeks ago, right? So sure. you know, now this has shifted, this has you know, migrated, but it's important to know at the time that the crisis hits, that it gets real for someone. This is what they're thinking about. So when they call you and say, hey, I think we have to pause, I think we have to pause services, or, you know, I know we have a contract, but, you know, this unprecedented times, I think we have to, you know, I think we have to cancel the, you know, contract and, and or, you know, whatever mix of those things they end up saying to you. It's important to know they're saying that because they're trying to solve for these four questions. And if you know that going into it, that can help you with, with how you respond to them, but it can also help you know that, that you know, one great thing, and, and this is a great time to be able to do this, get ready by jotting some notes down for you and your agency and your clients for the next time a crisis hits. How can you reach out proactively to help a client answer these questions? And we're going to talk about how you can actually create value by answering these questions in uh, just a few minutes. Nice. So the, one of the things that we need to all be focused on in this time, and, and you know, we talk to, you know, we talk to our clients about this, you know, whether there's a, a crisis or not, 
you know, because true value is giving clients what they need. And the more that we give clients what they need so that they can be successful, the more that we have clients who never want to leave. And the more we have clients who never want to leave, the more we have lifetime client value and we have, you know, raving fans and we have referrals and all of those wonderful things that come from that. So right. it's important to remember all value stems from solving problems. So you think the reason why someone hires an agency typically is because they want leads, right? Or they want, you know, more sales. They want foot traffic. They want some, you know, some mix of those things. But that's not the only problem that they have. In fact, you know, Chase and I were just talking about this from an onboarding perspective. Sometimes when you solve that problem, that just creates new problems, <laughs> which is really good because that means that you can create more value from those new problems that are created. And you can either charge more or you can just deepen the value that you're providing to make it that much harder for a client to leave. It's one of the amazing things that, you know, high level does, right? It's why the, you know, and I'm preaching to the choir saying this to this group, I should say this, uh, you know, outside of this group so that people can, you know, so that people can use it. But it's some of the amazing value of having an agency account in high level and to where we get to add our clients and they get to actually be inside of our CRM. What is a huge problem that, you know, so many clients have, you know, they don't know how to set up HubSpot or, you know, some wacky that, you know, system that they need to, you know, that they need to invest tons of money and time in making work. So instead you can have your, you know, you can have your standard snapshot and, or use the, you know, pre-made ones and solve that problem for a client and it makes it harder for them to leave. But in this time, some of the things that we want to focus on are don't give bad advice. Don't give clients advice that's bad for them. And that's tricky. The, um, a really good friend of mine um, is fond of the saying, uh, pres uh, prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. So if we haven't diagnosed what someone needs, but we say, hey, take this pill, you know, take this, you know, run these ads, you know, that might put them in a worse spot than before we found them. And we never want to do that. That's the opposite of, you know, creating client value. So if they really, if they really have nothing to offer, if they really have now, you know, an example like Susan, right? If you were, if you were Susan's agency, then, you know, you would be saying, Hey, you know, let's cut the ad spend down. Maybe, you know, let's have the ad spend below, but you know, let's maximize the views on these things. Like, let's mm -hmm. release some, you know, lead magnets. Let's do that because you've created something to offer in a time when no one has something to offer. But if your clients have nothing to offer, then don't give them a line about how, you know, maintaining the ads, you know, like that was maybe great advice the first 15 days of the quarantine because we thought that it might be lifted after 15 days. Not so sure. good advice now that we know that, you know, we're going to be down for the, you know, weeks and in some locations that, you know, New York City could, you know, could very easily be a couple months of the before, you know, before all of the businesses are, you know, back up and running. Um, and so what you might want to do is if they are cutting the ad spend, turn your agency relationship into consulting. How can you consult with them, help them through what they need to do? You have business experience. You have experience running your own business. You have the experience of seeing what all of your other clients are doing. That's a perspective that, that, you know, almost none of your individual clients will have. And so turn that experience into help and get on the phone with them and, you know, spend that time with them. That's a great way that you can preserve the relationship. Even if you have to knock down the amount of revenue, you're still preserving that relationship, helping them to, you know, stay to, you know, keep everything going. And depending on the, you know, where they are and what they're doing and what some of their numbers look like, some of the, the um, at least in the United States, some of the, the federal 
um, uh, some of the, the, the federal assistance dollars can actually be used towards, you know, contractors and things like that. Um, so they could even be, you know, paying you for some of that time from some of the, you know, loan or grant dollars that they're getting. So you just made me actually think of a, a, of a great idea when you said that, which I think is if you do become a consultant for them right now, um, sales training yeah. right now would be a great time to do role-playing based sales training for like a perfect example of this woman that you're talking about who has a medical spa or cosmetic center going back to, Hey, if I flood you with leads, it's not going to matter because you're not ready for them. Most of the time, the people that are receiving the phone calls receiving the emails, the form submissions have never been trained to sell, to close. Yeah. They don't understand. And they just say, Oh, that was a bad lead. No, you just didn't close it. So now would be a fantastic time to say, Hey, I'm going to shift the value I'm delivering you. I'm turning off the ads, but I want you to schedule, you know, all your front desk people with me for an hour a day this week every day and I'm going to role play through scenarios where I'm going to pretend I'm calling in or whatever. And then we can review how they did and what we're going to do to train them better. I think this is a great time to implement some sales training with your clients um, that, like you said, it's shifting the value that you're delivering them. Now you're a consultant, a sales consultant, because you can't be the marketing consultant right now. That's a fantastic, that's a fantastic suggestion. And the, you know, I would also add that, you know, that's something that, you know, you can do in a leveraged way the, you know, you zoom and the, you know, give them access to, you know, have that as part of a bonus pack and you mm -hmm. know, do three of those a week and invite all of your clients staff to the, you know, those group sessions and they can hop on and, you know, go through that. Um, and so you can even do that in a way where, you know, you don't mm -hmm. have to kill yourself by working with every individual client. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the, the, there is another note that I have there um, um, on giving clients what they really need. And that's around contracts. And this is a little bit controversial. And I've heard some people, you know, give some, you know, different advice around this. First of all, I should say, you know, we actually have a partner. Um, um, we actually have a, a partner in our firm that is a lawyer and has a legal consulting offer, but I am not a lawyer and I can't give legal advice. So I mm -hmm. want to be able to, sure. so I want to make sure that I say that. Um, but some of the policy that I coach all of our clients to do around contracts with their clients is don't just let a client out of a contract. A contract is an agreement and that has to mean something. And the contract mm -hmm. isn't written, you know, sometimes I've seen some, you know, some of our, our, our clients' clients say things like, well, like, oh, come on, man, this is a, you know, this is an unprecedented time. Yes. <laughs> are you not going to pay your mortgage? Like, are you not going to pay, are you not going to pay any of your bills? You know, be, because those are all, you know, contracts too. And, you know, I don't think that you're going to be giving them, not that I recommend saying that exactly, but you know, this is sure. the, you know, this is the logic system that I want you to start to think about. So, you know, when people are scrambling and if they try to cancel you when they're scrambling, then that's a really good indication that you've probably been a little bit light on the leadership up until now. It's probably mm -hmm. a really good indication that you haven't been that kind of consultative agency, um, mm -hmm. that you've been a little bit more of a commodity agency. Um, and so that's a really great, the, you know, that's a really great data point for you to know, to just be thinking about, to stay on top of. But in terms of the, you know, when they come to you and say, I want to get out of the contract, don't just let them out of the contract, work with them, get them on the phone and then have a conversation that's still grounded in what they need. 
And so one, you know, one way that I always recommend doing that is saying, hey, we're absolutely happy to, you know, pause the amount of time. If you have a contract that's, you know, three months, six months, something like that with them, say, hey, you know, absolutely, we can pause services so long as you're current with the, you know, payments. And then the second that everything turns back on, you know, we can, you know, we can turn everything back on. The reality is you're probably not going to hire a lawyer and go after someone for breaking the contract and just not paying right. you. But if you're there having the conversation and, you know, grounding that in that, you know, look, you know, where are you going to be when all of this comes back on if, you know, you don't have the, you know, these relationships and that's why we're the, you know, that's why we're giving clients that, you know, grace to let them the, you know, pause services and the, you mm -hmm. know, not lose any of that time. That's a phenomenal way to at least have the conversation and, you know, see what you can do. Sure. Or even scale it back. Like you said, Hey, you know, we, we're going to let people pause, but we're also offering this new, let's say sales training program. If you want to go through that, it's a reduced cost, you know, and maybe you can retain a portion of that contract value through this time. Yep. hundred percent. And for a company where the, you know, a lot of these services are, you know, part of their, are part of their overhead. So, you know, like I mentioned before, if they're getting some of the, the you know, some of these small business, uh, you know, grants and loans, mm. you know, they can actually be paying you from that money to maintain their, to maintain their overhead. And what the heck else are they going to, you know, are they going to have their staff do, the, you know, while they're there? So use right. those you know, use those talking points to be able to, right. to, you know, have a real conversation with them and figure that out. And, and, you know, this is something that I think is, is it's so easy when we're an agency to think that our specialty is just in one area, that we just know how to, and, you know, especially because in a lot of the you know, little areas of being an agency, it can be really, it can be really easy. I say little areas because there are pockets of the business that are easy like setting up a new landing page inside a high level. The, you know, these uh, crazy people have made that so incredibly easy. Um, that like three years ago, it was so much, it was so much harder, right? Sure. But then there are parts of, you know, running the business that are of course not easy, but we can distract ourselves. You know, we can feel like that, you know, that like we have an easy business model and the, you know, these people, our clients have a really hard business or, you know, we're not an expert in, you know, their business or things like that. I've heard, I've heard agency owners say that a hundred times if I've heard it that, you know, once. But you have phenomenal expertise. So put yourself in their shoes and ask the question, if you were running their business, what would you do? What decisions would you make? How would you preserve the, you know, the staff? How would you preserve the culture? How would you preserve their relationships with their customers? You know, now's a great time to you know, help them and you know, build, out some, you know, build out some tools inside of high level so that they can be sharing valuable resources, just like Susan did you know, with their staff, whatever their niche is, or excuse me, with their clients, not their staff. But you know, sharing those things out to their clients, you know, share valuable things. And you know, do that using these tools so that you can tag those clients and then have those clients be the first ones that you message, the first ones that you message as soon as the doors reopen, because of course mm -hmm. they're the most engaged. And then you can make sure that their first day back, they're booked solid. That's a great point. And I think if you were to say, hey, you know, let's talk about things that you, you always wish you could get to, but you never seem to find the time. Can we do any of those things now? Can I help you through any of those things? Well, yeah, you know, I always talked about doing like a Saturday Q&A session, but I just couldn't get around to it. Great, we can do that on Zoom. Let me help you set that up, blah, blah, blah. I think 
putting yourselves in their shoes, you could probably get ahead of a lot of that. Like if I were you, have you ever thought of this? Because if I were you, I'd be using this time right now for whatever it might be. Um, but again, create value <laughs> that will carry you through this. Uh, I think that's a great point. Yeah. And it's so, and it's, it's so incredibly easy. You, you know, these are all things that, you know, you know how to do, you know how to set these things up on zoom, you know, how to, you know, you have right. all these assets, like whether you have a training on, you know, how to have, you know, how to use zoom or not, you know, you have mm -hmm. the knowledge inside of your head. That's an asset. Turn that into, you know, practical value for your client. And by doing that, they will instantly see you as a business consultant, as a mentor, you know, as that kind of relationship, a leader, rather than just the guy that runs their ads. Totally. And it'll make them so much easier to send that next payment. That they owe you. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. So I have another shutdown story. Uh, uh, another uh, uh, story, of, uh, uh, story with, uh, uh, with some inspiration to it. Um, this is Magician, full disclosure. Comedian mind reader. All right. So, so this is actually uh, uh, this is actually my best friend. So the uh, 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 Denny um, uh, has been uh, you know client of you know some of our services because uh, we've spent uh, a lot of, of of time together. But he is um, a he travels the world uh, with this uh, the, with a uh, magic comedy mind reading kind of variety show. Um, he's been on, he's been on America's Got Talent. He's been on Fool Us, um, uh, uh, Penn and uh, uh, Teller show. Um, nice. Last year, I actually flew out with him and we were uh, there. I got to sit about six feet right behind Teller as, you know, he was doing a trick for them. Um, and, and he was, he was actually this week, last week and, and this week, he was supposed to be in Hawaii uh, uh, doing uh, three different venues on um, uh, the, on the islands there. And of course, all of that got canceled, right? So he went from having a full schedule flying every week uh, to the, you know, staring at his, uh, you know, staring at the wall of, you know, his apartment. <laughs> and so of course, what did he do? Well, I think he was about, I think he was pretty depressed for about a week. And, um, um, and then he shook it off and um, he went to work I'm the going through his CRM, going through all of his contacts. And he said, everyone else is shut down. So why don't I just start doing, uh, 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 doing virtual shows over Zoom? And so we sent some you know, messages out um, to clubs, to, the, you know, uh, to organizations, to companies. Um, and so he actually picked up 20 shows uh, ranging in price from $200 to $1,500 per show in a span of two weeks. And the clients who responded to him were ecstatic. They were like, oh my gosh, we have nothing to do for our staff. We have nothing to do that, you know, for our, you know, for our membership, you know, for people like that. And so, you know, spending an hour doing this would be great. And so he got some, you know, he got some extra cameras, he set it all up and uh, he went from, uh, you know, from zero revenue to making over 12K in a couple of weeks. Wow, that's so if he can do it. <laughs> then I guarantee that there's something that, you know, you can help your clients to do so that they can be able to generate some value in this time. Definitely. Cool so he must be it, fun to have around at parties. He is. He is a lot of fun. That's actually uh, exactly why I, uh, exactly why I keep him around. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> he's also fun to go play cards with. Um, I bet. Uh, <laughs> but so the art of, of client leadership, and, and I think that this is, is, is really important for agencies in particular, 
that they are not your customer, they are your client. And there's a difference. Um, Jay Abraham, some of you may be familiar with uh, Jay. Uh, um, he's uh, uh, a very well-known uh, you know, author, speaker, um, and he talks a lot about you know, marketing, but he also specifically talks about the, you know, creating the customer experience, the customer relationship, and the you know, leadership. Um, um, I've been uh, you know, privileged to um, learn a number of things from Jay, both, uh, you know, both by uh, distance and uh, you know, we have some uh, mutual friends that, uh, that I've uh, been uh, uh, very privileged to you know, learn from more directly. But uh, and the Jay has a great talk. You can find it on you know, YouTube about talking about the difference between a client and a customer. And mm-hmm. a customer is something where you know, they come in and they say, hey, I need a pen. You say, oh, well, that's great. I have a pen. Here's a pen. You know, give me 75 cents. Cool. You, know, you made a profit and then you can go on your day. It's great. If you want to have customers, go, uh, you know, go be a, uh, you know, an FBA uh, you know, seller and you know, get something made in China. Well, you probably can't do that right now, getting something made in China, right. but, but you, know, you could have, right? And then you could <laughs> sell things and then that would be fine. But you chose to work with humans. <laughs> and that's on you. That was your decision. <laughs> and if you want to work with humans, then your client is the product. The product isn't the lead. The product is your client, your client's business, and them being better when you leave them than when you found them. And so that means that you have to take this leadership role. You have to take this higher level of responsibility. And responsibility is tricky because you don't want to take so much responsibility, right? Like you don't want to feel you know, sure. super bummed when your clients aren't doing what they need to do. You want to lead them to see the light. You want to lead them to understand what you inherently understand about you know, what's possible, about what these leads can actually turn into for them. You want to help them out of their own way. Um, and you want to filter the, these conversations that you have through this lens of leadership. That, you know, what does your client truly need? Do they need, uh, you know, a tough conversation? Do they need a tough, you know, talking to? Because the way that they're acting is not going to lead to results. Or do they need some help? Do they need the, the, you know, Chase's idea of the, you know, doing your sales series and, you know, really helping their team, getting good at sales, getting good at, you know, closing, answering objections, having, having real conversations. You know, what do they need? Ask them that. Figure that out. There's a lot of power in just in just having those conversations and asking those questions. And in so many ways, you can't, that, you know, you can't, um, you can't fake that. There's no other way that, you know, you can really transform your client without mm-hmm. having those, you know, tougher conversations. Sure. And so then, of course, we promised. And perhaps what uh, uh, a bunch of people are waiting till the end to, you know, hear about is, is how do you get those clients back? How do you get some of the clients back that, that you know, have already left? And here's what I want for you. You know, before I talk about some of these, you know, some of these ideas, some of these bullet points, and I know Chase, you'll have some ideas, and then we can, you know, riff and maybe we'll take some, you know, questions from people as well. But here's what I want from uh, for you. Uh, by the time that this quarantine is, you know, lifted, by the time that the, you know, the stay-at-home orders, you know, go away, and we can start to get back out there, the biggest thing that I want from you is to is for you to be fully booked out, you know, with your team now, whether it's just you or whether, you know, you have a small team or whether you had a larger team that, you know, you had to, you know, call down and, you know, now it's a, you know, now it's a smaller team. I want the resources that you have to be maxed out by the time we get out of this. So that clients that left in the meantime 
you know, you have to put them on a wait list <laughs> and say, hey, I'd be happy to take a, you know, down payment and then, uh, you know, then get back to you as soon as, you know, we're back up to capacity. But, you know, right now that, you know, we're fully booked out. And, and so if that's the vision, if that's the, you know, if that's where we're headed, if that's the goal, and some of you are, are absolutely going to make that, you know, uh, uh, we have some clients, I, I have a client today that, that, uh, that is an agency, lost 20% of their clients about four weeks ago. And now they're back up. They said to me, you know, holy cow, I don't know how I'm going to be able to fulfill all of this. We have to hire people. Mm -hmm. So he's hiring your employees that you laid off, by the way. I just want to, <laughs> you know, I just want to communicate, not you, Chase, but you know, you, you know, like agency. Sure. Um, and so that's what I want you to be thinking about. And the way that he did that was only leadership. He just kept showing up. He pivoted. He worked hard. He had some, you know, 12 hour days where, you know, he worked with clients himself to, you know, pivot some of the campaigns that, you know, they were doing so that, you know, his clients could still make money in that time. Um, and he has a bunch of clients coming in who are saying the, you know, holy crap that, you know, we were not prepared for this, but, you know, we have cash reserves and we want to make sure that we maximize this time. And, you know, mm -hmm. people who, you know, see the light. So they're investing into that. So the way that you can do that to give those clients a second chance and to keep all the clients you have and the, you know, doing some of that is going to give you the momentum of being able to, you know, also get out there and sell new clients is, you know, one simple suggestion, have a Zoom session with all of your clients, you know, the past and present that, you know, you could even extend it beyond just the last, the, the, you know, the last month, you know, send a, you know, text message out to, you know, every single client that you've worked with in the last, you know, 12, 18 months. And, you know, say, hey, we are at unprecedented times and we're going to be sharing some things with you. We're going to, you know, we're all going to hop on this, you know, live, you know, digital summit, the, you know, digital, the, you know, workshop. Because all those clients don't have anything to be doing either, right? They're sitting at home or, you know, they're thrilled to have an excuse to go into, you know, their home office and to leave the kids watching TV, you know, for an hour and to, you know, hop on a call with you. And, that, you know, if you do that, you can then share some of the suggestions that, you know, we talked about today. You can look at whatever your niche is and, you know, get super specific about the businesses that are winning, you know, use some of these examples, share those with them and, you know, turn that into a strategy, uh, you know, a group strategy session. How can you strategize with them live to, you know, be the forward momentum for your clients, even if they don't think it's, you know, possible, have that mm -hmm. kind of energy, have that kind of attitude. I promise you some of them are going to say, hey, maybe we should talk more that, you know, maybe we should, you know, maybe we should go deeper. You know, maybe we should, you know, we should get back together. You know, what would it look like for us yeah. to work together just a little bit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, was that your last slide, Tony? That uh, is the last slide. It is. So we're good for uh, Q&A. Cool. Do you want to kill your screen share? So then we um, will come back on the shared screen here. Awesome. You bet. Um, so that was fantastic. And thanks for, for giving us uh, a glimpse into that presentation. And I think that last slide um, triggered a bunch of ideas in my mind, <laughs> as always. I thought it would. <laughs> oh, it, um, and I, I love this idea of, look, we're, we're going to come out of this someday, right? So if I'm an agency owner, I'm thinking about, okay, well, what are the things that we can do right now, right? When we onboard a client, there's that week or two weeks of onboarding, setting up, training, et cetera. You could be stacking those clients up right now saying, hey, look, we're only going to charge you this much. We're going to get this stuff out of the way that we're, we would have had to done anyway, but now we can pay more attention to it because, you know, this person that I need to train is not receiving calls every other second. Um, 
focus on those things. And then look, I'm not going to charge you again until we come out of this. Or, you know, obviously your ad spend won't kick in until we come out of this or whatever it is. But I would be trying to stack people up in that mindset of like, you want to be the first one out of the gate, right? When we open back up, right? Okay, let's, let's schedule a call and let's talk about the steps you're going to have to go through in, in, in order to be able to open your doors again. And what I can do with you to make sure that there are people waiting on the other side when you do open up. And, you know, like you said, you might have to burn some midnight oil, um, but hey, this is, this is a time to take advantage and to surpass competitors by just sort of thinking forward and planning out what could I do right now to be ready for that day? Because everybody, if you keep the focus on that day, <laughs> like yeah. it's gonna come, right? So we might as well all focus and start planning on that day and what we can do to prepare. Um, so yeah, I mean, if anybody's watching, I think we've got some people watching over here in Facebook. If you want to throw a comment in, um, Jacob's here with us in zoom, uh, Jacob, feel free to hop off mute. If you wanted it, if there are any questions that you had, but, um, Tony, if people were watching and they're liking what they're hearing, they'd like to talk to you more, where do they go to find you? The best place is our uh, podcast, the client whisperer show or uh, clientwhisperer.show is, uh, is our, our website. You can see some of the past episodes. Nice. The, uh, if you are uh, so inclined, we do a series every Wednesday. We call it What to Say Wednesday. And we okay. actually break down um, a, a common objection that a client would have. A common, the, you know, I want a refund. The, you know, this is really hard work. The, you know, I thought that this would be, you know, easier that, you know, all of these questions, we break, uh, we, uh, break one down every week. You could even send in your own question. So, so there it is. You're already doing this, right? So take Tony's <laughs> idea and help your clients do the same, you know, do the same with your clients, right? Hey, we're going to do what to say Wednesdays and we're going to do it's sales training. Uh, we're going to talk about common, you know, gather your clients up per niche. Uh, I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, so just get a little creative there's certainly things that you could do to deliver value, but going back to one of your previous slides, I think that's what it's all about, right? Making sure you're still delivering value. And if you're not, turn it off, <laughs> find something yeah. to replace it for now. Um, I really liked that. Okay, cool. So I don't think that we have any questions, but you might have some people popping up on your podcast questions on Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Tony. That was a great chat. Absolutely, Chase. It's great to be here. And uh, it's too bad you don't have that Thor's hammer there. I, I, I think that's right. a pretty cool idea. It would have been good for our little um, preview picture on the YouTube thumb image. But hey, next time. Yeah, Thanks, everybody, for right. watching. We'll see you in the next episode.